The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, obviously, we didn't have a postseason. Yeah, that's what I got to say about that. But we do have a general manager. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 331. Well, Raider fans, it's been a while since I've been out here. I know you've been waiting for the show to happen for a while. I've had some issues, and I don't need no tissues. But long story short, I am back and better than ever. Well, not really, but (laughs) on a sobering note and a very sad one indeed, our very good friend, Raider Jerry, a consummate professional, a very nice, nice man, Uh, and one of the great Raider fans, super fans, has lost his wife to battle with cancer. And I just want to say all of our prayers, um, deeply uh, felt sentiment to him and his family, a very hard time indeed. Uh, I I can't even tell you, if you haven't met Raider Jerry, please make a point to find him next season. Uh, Great guy. I can't even tell you enough. Again, uh, condolences and prayers Uh, Indeed, for a fine man and a great family. On today's show, we will have the postseason for this year. Going to be short, very sweet, and we'll hit on that, what happened, what should have happened, and the like. The big story of the decade is the Oakland Raiders did hire a general manager, not had one since Bruce Allen back in the John Gruden era. We'll touch on that, who he is, what he's going to do, and what he said at his press conference today. Our head coach, Hugh Jackson, gets Das Boot out of Oakland. What a surprise. Uh, Surprise to him as well. Definitely hit on that as well. And the bone line where you guys are letting me know how you feel. Trust me, I feel very much the same way. We're going to hit on that. It's a great, great bone line we got for you. And uh, that's pretty much it, except for are the Raiders staying in Oakland? There's a huge question mark today. There was a question by Mark Davis. We will hit on whether the Oakland Raiders will stay in Oakland. It ain't looking pretty, my friends. And that is about it for this show. And here we go. A look back at 2011, the Raiders. Their season, their follies, and what the hell happened. Raider Nation, this has been a very tumultuous year uh, with the dying of Al Davis, his passing. And then Hugh Jackson stepping up and filling the void. And actually, Hugh Jackson was the de facto general manager. This is why the Carson Palmer trade went down. This is why we got Aaron Curry. Uh, There's a couple other players that come to mind. But, you know, Hugh Jackson was playing all kinds of sides of the organization. He had his hands 
very full. Uh, and so the season went. We started out like gangbusters, seven and four, before we started to take a dive. Now, we had a lot of injuries. Jason Campbell goes down. Then they go and get Carson Palmer, which was an insane amount of trades. I mean, I like Carson. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's worth these two trades, but we bought him, and we got him under Hugh Jackson's, uh, you know, that's his general manager right there. He That's why it happened. You know, we were all wondering how we ended up with this happening so quickly because Al never would have done this. I couldn't figure out where it came from. I thought, Mark Davis, did he do it? No. All the time it was Hugh Jackson, the de facto general manager, trying to wear too many hats. I think that's probably what happened at the end of the season. He just was overloaded with garbage, and uh, he couldn't hang. We lost McFadden which is no surprise because we didn't use Michael Bush at all at the beginning of the season. I was dismayed at the fact that Bush sat and collected dust as McFadden ripped off huge gains and great games, and I understand that, but wasn't everybody waiting for McFadden to get hurt? Wasn't everybody waiting for the injury? I know I was, and I kept saying to people around me, why don't they use Bush? Well, it came back to bite him in the ass, literally. The season was very disappointing for me because I expected so much more. Jason Campbell went down. I thought, well, we are at the ride this season out. But no, you know, like he said, we got a new quarterback and we started to produce as well. But it never really got steady. We never really got on our feet after that and fumbled and fiddled our way for the rest of the season. And then for some reason lost total momentum at the end. And we looked terrible. I mean, we looked horrible. The old Raiders came back and haunted us once again. Uh, the last game was a travesty. It was a horrible play. We had chance after chance to make it to the playoffs this season, and we didn't do it. I believe maybe Hugh Jackson knew what was up. He mortgaged the future of the Raiders on this season. We have the players, but we didn't have the production. Our defense, which was touted to be a top six defense, faded literally to black halfway through the season. And that, of course, Chuck Brainless Man paid the ultimate price and should have earlier in the season for his buffoonery on the D. As you might remember, he was born without a brain. The entire nation knew that this knucklehead couldn't call a play, couldn't set up the team for any kind of success, and I think that fact that they kept this idiot uh, made people pay the ultimate price, if you know what I'm saying. So last season, I expected more. 8-8 eight and eight is better than we've had in the last, well, we've had two 8-8 eight eight seasons, not a winning season. We haven't had a winning season in nine years. Yes, you heard me right. Nine years. Way too long for this Raider fan. Things needed to change, and they did. Last year, uh, there were some great games. Uh, the thing about last year as well was all a lot of home games we lost at home. I didn't understand that concept at all. We could go away and win, but we lose at home. We'd lose at home. We had seven sellouts last year. Seven. Eight. Unheard of for a team at 500. Seven sellouts. Eight sellouts. Oakland Raiders sell out every home game this season. 
Eight sellouts out of eight home games for the Oakland Raiders. The team announced that January 1st game against the San Diego Chargers is sold out, which makes 2011 the first season the team has gone without a television blackout since they returned to Oakland from Los Angeles in 1995. And still, could not bring it home for the people on the field. Ridiculous. And I am fully not happy as a season ticket holder and a Raider fan. We had so much potential. Injuries or not, I think the whole season was mismanaged. And, uh, well, people paid the ultimate price. And that is all I have to say about that. Mr. Davis, please hire a general manager. Can you manage it? Can you manage it? Can you manage it? Can you manage it? Let me take you on the distance and show you how that is it where she said. Can you manage it? Can you manage it? What kind of money is this? That she said when me a damage it where she said. Can you manage it? Can you manage it? Well, I'm not saying the sign did anything, but it happened. Well, Raider Nation, the news is not new. Matter of fact, it's been circulating for some time now that Reggie McKenzie from the Green Bay Packers was hired and signed a contract with the Oakland Raiders. And shortly thereafter, shit-canned Hugh Jackson and the entire staff. You heard me right. Uh, Michael Lombardi, we were talking about uh, Hugh Jackson's firing. You know, he, he he had mentioned that the the Raiders needed to clean house. Do you, do you think that's the case? Do they need to just start all over? Well, I think they need to start in a style and a manner that's conducive to the new guy they hired. I mean, it's tough to ask somebody to come in and do things the old-fashioned way. I think you got to give the guy the opportunity to do his job in the style and the manner that he feels most comfortable with. And I think it's really the only fair way, and the only way Reggie was going to be successful is got to have the ability to to go through these changes and put the system in place he wants. Mike, I'm reading your stuff on NFL.com, and you you got the Hugh Jackson quote from CSN Bay Area today saying uh, he's going to gut this place, referring to Reggie McKenzie. He wants to bring in his own guys, and no job is safe right now. How widespread do you think that the changes will be? Obviously, if you're a coach on this football team, your world just changed, but I'm thinking of the, the John Kingdons and the Bruce Kebricks who have worked for Allen. You know him well, uh, Mike for 35 years or so. Do you think he makes sweeping changes on that side of the building as well? Well, I think certainly with the draft coming up, it's tough to do that. I, I think they'll change how they do things. They'll change how uh, the, war, the war room's set up. I think you'll actually see a board in the Raiders draft room now. I think you'll actually see cards in the Raiders draft room with <laughs> players' names on it. I think you'll, also, you know, you'll see a different setup, and I think you'll see a different style to which they execute the game plan. And I think it's, a lot of it's going to come down to whether those guys, Kebrick, Kingdom, those guys feel comfortable with the changes that are coming, but there are plenty of changes coming in terms of just structural changes, just the implementation of how things are done and, you know, the way they go through the procedures of doing things. You know, everybody used to report to Al. Now no one reports to Al. They report to Reggie, and it's going to change the dynamics of the job. Mike, I know they gave up a lot for Carson Palmer, and that was Hughes' guy. Would it stretch to that, or did they just give up too much to, to let Carson go or trade well, him? 
Yeah, I don't see how they could let Carson go. I mean, they they got to have a quarterback for next year. It depends on what they do offensively. If they do go in the Winston Moss direction, then, you know, where are they going to go offensively? Where can they get the good offensive coach? They've got some great skill players on offense. They've got a nucleus of a very good team. Uh, so, you know, I don't know where they'll go offensively, but to me it would make the most sense to get the most out of Carson since you paid such a high price mm-hmm. for him. Uh, their offensive coordinator in Green Bay, and I know, you know Ted Thompson's not going to let Reggie raid his whole uh, football team and all the, the guys that work around the team. But on offense, Joe Philbin is the offensive coordinator. He just lost his son in this terrible uh, uh, tragedy. His name's in the news out there. But Tom Clements is a guy I remember watching in the CFL, uh, Mike, who was a heck of a quarterback. And I know Penn State interviewed him for their head coaching job. Uh, continuing with the Green Bay theme, if Moss becomes the head coach, could Tom Clements come in as offensive coordinator? No, the the rules are set up so that, you know, if you have an existing contract going into next season, there's no title, there's no uh, position you can just move for on a lateral basis. You have to have a contract that expires and become a free agent, much like a player, to be able to move. So I don't think Reggie's going to have the opportunity just to gut the staff. Now, you can move to become a head coach, but you just can't move on a lateral basis. Maybe they allow him to take one coach, but I think, you know, Reggie's going to have to rebuild the organization from people that he knows outside of the Packers in terms of not rating what they want to do. Michael, thanks for a few minutes of your time. It is a new day. Now, Reggie McKenzie comes with great credentials. He's one of the men who built the Green Bay Packers into the machine that they are, a personnel specialist. And the thing that we need more than anything else, he is an evaluator of talent. He set the Packers up with a great, great line of players that were not first-round picks. Undrafted free agents and the like. Mike, uh, I have never met Reggie McKenzie, never even bumped into him in a hallway or shook his hand. I have no knowledge of this guy whatsoever. How well do you know him, and uh, what does the league think of Reggie McKenzie? Well, I don't really, you know, I know him well enough to say hello and talk to him on the phone in in terms of making trades and and all that, but I've never obviously worked with him. And he's a hard worker. I listened to what Ron Wolf said, who knows him best, and says he works hard. And and Ron said that he's a great evaluator. So, uh, again, I think they're going to use the Packer model set it up that way, uh, and run the organization in the style and the manner, much like Wolf set it up. He seems to have a knack to find the right players at the right time at the right price. This is what this team has needed for years. We've been screaming for it, and it has finally arrived. Now, he fired you, Jackson, the first thing he could do. He never promised you a rose garden, and it didn't turn out that way either. Now, he's going to bring in his own team of experts, his own coaching staff, and I hear Winston Moss is one of the names that's out there. Uh, Mike, some of the early names that have come out, Winston Moss, Darren Perry, uh, can you comment on those guys, and are there any other names that you're hearing? Well, I, you know, I think Winston Moss is the leading candidate for the job, the defensive assistant head coach, linebacker coach of the Packers. I think Darren Perry, former Raider coach, will be more in line to be the defensive coordinator. I wouldn't know where he would go with the offensive for an offensive coach, but I think Winston Moss is the leader in the clubhouse right now. I think that's the kind of guy he wants to work with, and there's a lot of speculation throughout the NFL circles that it will be Winston Moss's job once Reggie has an opportunity to interview a bunch of other candidates. Winston Moss is a guy that Al Davis brought in periodically to interview as, as the head coach of the Raiders, Mike. Were you there those years when Al brought him in? No, I've had conversations with Winston. We never really, I wasn't there when we brought him in. It was after I left that he started. But he had a lot of conversations with Winston, thought Winston was going to be a bright young coach, and, and certainly always had his eye on him. Now, don't get your panties in a bunch because mine already in a bunch, for crying out loud. 
We have been crying for a general manager for a very long time. And if you think about what you're asking for, you better be careful what you ask for because, well, you might get it. And we got it. And that's what happens. General managers bring in their own staff. And that means everybody, coaches and the like. No surprise that Jackson was gone. Uh, If I would have had a show, I was going to tell you that anyway. Uh, Trust me, I already thought it was going to happen. And, and the reason being, they need to start fresh, and they need to start with someone who they can trust, and that is how it works, because that general manager is not going to lose his job to a losing team. Now, Reggie McKenzie has some great credentials. The thing I know about Reggie is he has total control of the organization. Now, you want to change? You better be ready, Red Nation, because it's coming down. And I'm telling you, this organization's needed this for so many years, it's not funny. I hope they fire John Herrera and Mike Taylor tomorrow. The whole office staff is going to change. The way we buy tickets is going to change. The way we party in the parking lot is going to change. The entire Raider situation that we have been accustomed to forever is going to change. The Al Davis era is over And the Reggie McKenzie era has started. And things are going to be very tumultuous, so grab your ass and hold on to your seat. This is just the beginning of a huge change sweeping through the Raider organization. As we embark upon this era of change, one thing will remain constant, and that is our commitment to excellence. From this day forward, there will be a common unified goal from everybody in this organization. We will win championships here. Reggie McKenzie laying out the uh, mapping things out for you. Raider fans, you got to love hearing that. And uh, now we have a chance to talk with the new man in charge of the Raiders, Mr. Reggie McKenzie. Reggie, Brandon, Tierney, Eric Davis here on The Drive. How are you, sir? I'm I'm very well, thank you. Well, first of all, congratulations. Uh, 18 years, working your way up, putting in your time, rolling up your sleeves, doing it the hard way. It's been a long journey for you. Congratulations, sincerely. Well, I really appreciate that. That's the only way you can get it done. And I'm with you. That's what my dad said, too. Yeah. I hear you. How does it feel going complete full circle? I mean, being drafted by a team and now brought back as the guy really with the keys in his hand driving the ship? I'll tell you what, it's a... Uh... It's a surreal feeling. I tell you that it's a uh, coming home uh, is always good, but when you're welcomed home and when they want you to come back, uh, that makes the feeling even greater. And uh, I tell you, they always say, "Once a Raider, always a Raider," and it's it's definitely come true in my sense. Well, once a Raider, always a Raider, and you say it was great to be welcomed home uh, with open arms. So, but there was some rumbling out there that you were uh, being considered for the Chicago job as mm. well. How serious was that offer? I don't know. I, I know uh, just through a, a third party, it was it was pretty serious. So um, it was uh, it would have been a uh, interesting uh, situation. But once uh, I had the opportunity to uh, sit down with Mark Davis and and uh, Coach Madden, uh, and spent spent that whole day with him. I, I knew where I wanted to be, and they just solidified that my whole uh, my gut feeling. 
Reggie, I'm curious because Mark said that at the press conference that uh, he leaned on Ron Wolf, and we had Ron on the show the other day, gave you an A-plus uh, scouting report. He just raved about you. So many people have. And, you know, we know about the sit-down with John Madden. You just talked about that. So we know that, that they were trying to find out things about you additionally during the interview process. What did Reggie McKenzie need to find out about the Raiders before he took this job? Well, I, I just need to know uh... – the uh, not only the direction of, um, uh, but I, I need to hear directly from Mark Davis the vision that he has, mm-hmm. and uh, and it coincided directly along with my vision uh, for this Raider team. So he's going to do everything in his power to make sure uh, the uh, the plan uh, is uh, accomplished and. Uh, and we we are totally on board with this thing together, and we're gonna uh, work hard to get this thing rolling. How important was having ultimate uh, control over the personnel for you to take this job? Well, it's um, the Green Bay Packers wouldn't uh, allow me to the uh, the opportunity to come here if I did not, you know, because we have one guy by the name of Ted Thompson, who has uh, full control in Green Bay. And, and I'm working right alongside his, uh, you know, his right hand. And I don't, you know, it, it would, in his mind, it would have been a lateral move if I did not. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was, to me, it was academic. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, he, um, Mark Davis it told me uh, from the first time we spoke that I would have, uh, the full authority to run football operations. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only way it could be. Uh, I hear yep. you. You know, yep. Reggie McKenzie, new uh, Raiders GM here on the drive, Tierney and Davis, 95-7 the game. And, and Reggie, a lot of things want to ask you, including some of the old philosophies that you'll take over from, from Green Bay. But you said something that, that really resonated during the press conference. We both wrote it down because we carried it during our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you said you were tracking the Raiders at, at points during the year. In, in your opinion, you know, what, what did you see? I mean, do you think they underachieved? I mean, what did you see when you saw the Raiders from miles away? I mean, you know, any time when uh, expectations uh, aren't met, um, you try to uh, you try to figure out why. And the expectations they had and the way they came out the blocks, it was pretty impressive. Um but uh, at one point they they reached a a lull and they couldn't get out of the funk. So I, my whole thing is trying to figure out why, what led to that, and why they couldn't it it continued to uh, it couldn't uh, it, it couldn't rise up. Mm-hmm. And and uh, what you do is you just study, you know, you study players, you you study uh, situations, and and just try to see from the outside looking in. And you talk to various people and just try to see uh, how this thing kind of fell apart at the end. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, of course, the the goal didn't get accomplished, but uh, it was more than one factor. You know, it was was a lot of things that came to play. And um, so we we just decided to make a change. And and so, you know, I'm going to bring in a... A new guy, and we'll see if we can uh, get this thing uh, get this thing going. 
That's the goal. Get it going. Uh, yep. And again, you said a couple of times, I want one of my guys. I'm, I'm curious, though, and, and I think Raider fans are really uh, want, want a, a little bit more insight as to how the, uh, if you can, Reggie, the conversation with Hugh Jackson, how it went down. What was it like? Did, did Hugh have a chance to save his job? To save it? Uh, no. No, because my mind was made up, as I told him that. And, and uh, my mind made up when me and Mark Davis uh, had uh, had uh, talked about it. So, uh, no, that, that was not. But I did want to hear uh, what Coach Jackson had to say, which he, he laid it down. Now, you say your mind was made up when you talked to Mark Jackson. So how inf- influential was he no, in that Mark, decision? I'm Mark, sorry, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. I apologize. Hey, talking to the Warriors coach already? Why <laughs> no, are you getting no. around town, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so how, how influential was Mark Davis's comments or, or, or his view into the firing of Hugh Jackson? Well, nothing uh, uh, profound. You know, it was, it was just the fact that I, I told him – what I would like to do, and he just said, "Okay, if, if this is what you want to do, then uh, I am okay with it." I mean, it, it was just that simple. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, uh, he told me that I will have that authority to make that decision, mm-hmm. so he was not going to stand in my way. Reggie, I know that you know this. Being around football as long as you have been, and being around a franchise like you have been, you you measure the assets that you do have versus the ones that you don't have, and you try to find out how long it's going to take to to put together a representative product. and And one of the assets that you do have is Carson Palmer. He's a good quarterback. And one mm-hmm. asset you don't have is an abundance of draft picks. Is, is are you committed to Palmer? At least now, moving forward for at least this season coming up, or is there a chance that? You can maybe trade away for picks, and everything's on the table. No, I, you know, I'm. We, we're going just now in the in the process of uh, the evaluation and figuring out uh, how we're going to move forward with the roster. But make no bones about it, Carson Palmer is our, our quarterback uh, going into this off season. That's that's just uh, that just is. Um, so trying to. Uh, move Carson and, and doing all this, that is uh, totally, totally premature. Well, i got to get into who you're going to look at as your next head coach. Your first year with Green Bay, Gruden was on the staff there. You worked mm. with him. Uh, what type of names are you looking at? Well, it, it's going to be a, uh, quite a few. Uh, I'm not you know, inclined to really discuss any any names to this point. Oh, come on. You can I, talk to us, Reggie. I know I can. <laughs> you know, if, if Winston you guys Moss. Are, but so many, so <laughs> many people you. listen to you guys, so I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't disclose. But trust me, guys, uh, when it's time, you will know. You will know. Okay. Well, Reggie, before we let you go, what's your message to Raider Nation? Talk well, to him, Rich. Yeah, my, my message to the, to the Raider Nation is the Raiders, uh, number one, we will uh, get back to getting to championships. We, we're, we're going to dedicate ourselves, work hard. We're going to do it the way it's supposed to be done. Uh, we're going to get as many good football players. We're going to get these guys playing hard and playing the way the Raiders are supposed to play. You know, we want to get back to, you know, it, it, you, you hear all this 
these issues. You know, I, I get tired of people talking about, you know, Raiders in a negative light, you know, the whole penalties thing. And they hit, you know, uh, that, that's, 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 hopefully that's going to be the thing of old. You know, I want to get, um, get a coach in here, get these players working all together for one purpose, and that's to win. You know, we need to win. So it, it, to the Raider Nation, uh, come out here in full support because we, uh, we're moving forward, and, and we're going to branch off into this new era. We, we're going we to be moving now. I mean, we, it's a lot of excitement right now. Uh, I'm fired up. I've got all kinds of uh, support from the old Raiders coming to support me, uh, which was great. And, um, you know, we, we can't wait to get started. I'm telling you, he made a statement like no other. He is going to change everything that happens in that building. He's going to make it so. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, he's going to shit can it. That is what this organization has needed. I know it's comfort zone for everybody else. It's comfort zone for me. I was very comfortable with the way things went. Ticket sales, parking lot, it's all going to change, Raider Nation, and it's going to change for the better. Here's the problem that every Raider fan is going to be saying because I feel it. I'm glad that he's coming in and he's going to completely unload the dead wood in the office. It's needed to be done for decades. That's one thing. The other thing he's going to do is change the way business is done. We're going to get a lot more respect throughout the league, and players that wasn't, weren't going to come to Oakland will start looking at Oakland a different way. That goes along with coaches. Coaches are going to want to come to Oakland because we have a representative in, Re- Re- in Reggie that knows what he's doing and knows what how to, to build an organization. Names like Bill Cower and John Gruden keep coming up that perhaps the Raiders will reach out to one of these guys and, and make it so. Don't hold your breath. Uh, Winston Moss looks like he's a shoe-in for the job, and I certainly would not be surprised if it wasn't him. It's going to be someone else on that Green Bay staff. That's how it works, folks. He's going to bring in his people to set up the team his way. And I say, good job. And I understand, you know, as a Raider fan, I'm sick of losing. I'm sick of the nine-year drought. I'm sick to death of the excuses not to win. But change is in the wind. That's what he said. That's what he means. And trust me, Change is going to be happening from the beginning to the end. To training camp, I mean, everything about this organization is going to change. Listen, it's a good thing, but it pisses me off that we have to start over from step one because it seems like for the past nine seasons, we have gone through coach after coach after coach and had to start over and over and over and over again. And I, for one, am absolutely sick of it. I'm sick of starting over. I'm sick of having seasons, you know, four wins. We're just trying to get under our feet kind of thing. But it's going to take this man three years. Yep, you heard it from me. Three years to get this organization turned around. 
That's about how long it takes for any GM to do anything. So, you know what? We're going to have to look and see what happens. I'm not saying we won't win next season. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot different for the players, uh, the personnel, office staff, and, you know, it's, we have growing pains, and that's how it is. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I hate starting over, doggone it. We've all been through it so many times, but... This is the best thing for our team. I am glad that he's going to clean house. I am glad that we're going to look at every aspect of the organization to weed out the Klingons and shove them right down the toilet where they belong. Reggie McKenzie is a good thing for this organization. Uh, He's known for taking high drafts and picking up and trading them for lower drafts. I mean, he's taken a first-round pick, get three other picks for it. Uh, he would rather have a greater selection than a number one selection. He sees that it's better to have a multiple choices than a one answer. I like that philosophy. It's worked for Green Bay. Uh, we got to give this guy a chance. Welcome, Reggie, man. I think that you're doing the right thing. He is a Raider. He is a true Raider, and he played for uh, Al Davis. He understands the concept of winning. I think he has it in his blood. Hey, man, and John Madden sat with him for six hours with Mark Davis before they hired him. I think it's a done deal. I think he's the man for the job. Whoever he brings in as coach is going to be the right move for us, and we just have to go through the growing pains with the organization. But I would gladly do it to see us reign on top once again and dominate the NFL like we have in years past. Welcome, Reggie. Welcome to the Raider Nation. We ain't green, but we're silver and black. I love it. Got to say goodbye to Mr. Bubbles. Hugh Jackson was shown the door early this morning uh, with the signing of Reggie to the Oakland Raider organization as general manager, and Hugh Jackson was promptly shown the door. He had a lot of power. He had a lot of pride and a huge ego. If you listen to his press conferences, you know, at first when we were winning, he was so cocky, and I know that you felt the same way. You know, Al Davis would never have put up with those kind of conferences. None. He was cocky. He was in the reporters' faces. He was, you know, he was, I mean, you know, too bubbly. That's why I call him Mr. Bubbles, because that's what he was. I liked him as a coach, though. I think the guys really enjoyed him. He did a pretty good job with his team. I think that's why we were 8-8 eight and eight last year, and I know that's why we were 8-8 eight and eight this year. His play calling, however, was fully suspect. It was full of holes. And his decisions with the organization, I think, ultimately cost him his job. He had a, a, 
a clause in his contract that he would be making the general partner's uh, decisions, I mean the general manager decisions in lieu of a general manager. That's why we made all those acquisitions through him. He was playing that hat too. Way too much power for one guy, and I think uh, that's what ultimately cost him his job. I liked you, Jackson, but I think that uh, he was in over his head here at the Raiders. I wish him the very best of luck, but uh, he, he he made his own bed. If he would have stayed a little more humble, I think he might would have been, been able to hang around, but who knows? General managers like to bring their own people in, and it might not have made any difference. His record, however is another thing that stuck him, and I'm sure that uh, the Raiders organization was not happy with a no-winning seasons in the last two with him directing the plays. So, Hugh, uh, it's been good. Thanks for being a Raider. I know your heart was in it, man. His heart was in the Raiders. He was all about the Raiders. He loved his players. He was a good guy. There's nothing wrong with you, Jackson. Now, Bresnahan, or brainless man, had to go. What a buffoon. One thing struck me as really odd today, i got to be honest with you, Coach Bresnahan was at your press conference. Is he still on the staff? What's going on? Well, guys, uh, his contract is, is not going to run out until Tuesday. So, it's, it's uh, like I said, the, the new coach will have the decisions to uh, – to do whatever he wants to with the staff. I'm uh I'm not uh it's my job to speak to those guys, but I was uh wanted to make sure from the leadership standpoint of the head coach, I wanted to make sure I got the uh had a chance to uh, talk to coach Jackson. Well, Reggie, so, the the assistant coaches if any of them that were there um to show support or wanted to see uh, hear what's going on i have no problems with that i think now that we have a clear picture of what's going to happen and trust me it's very clear change is in the wind and i gotta wish mr jackson the best i hope that he lands on his feet i'm sure he will Uh, he's a talented man and he's got a lot of great ideas just not the right time for him to be here I think any coach would have been here, would have got Das Boot. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Jackson, for your effort, time, and passion, because I know uh, that you are Raider Nation. And that is all I have to say about that. Can you say L.A. Raiders? Well, looks like you might be pretty soon. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, you ready for some football? In the press conference today, after the conference was over, there's always a very interesting kind of loose question and answer period without the cameras. Mark Davis was asked, well, are the Raiders going to stay in Oakland? A resounding, I don't know, was set out. And uh, did anybody else court you? Immediately, Mark Davis says, Los Angeles has been uh, trying to court us to move there, but the deal isn't quite good enough yet. Well, Raider fans, I've been telling you for a while, I think the Raiders are going to make a move out of Oakland. 
I'm sure it's going to happen. The consortium that handles the Coliseum has not had any conversations with the Raiders. I believe it is a foregone conclusion the Raiders are leaving. They might move somewhere else, too. Who knows where they're going to go? But they're certainly not going to stay in Oakland. I don't think so. I think the Oaklands are, Oakland Raiders are bound for Los Angeles. There's no doubt in my mind that they're very close to a deal, but haven't consummated one yet. And even when they do, they'll be sneaky about it and not tell us until the last second like they did the very last time. Oh, no, we're not going anywhere. We're going to stay in Oakland. We love this community. Blah! Gone to Los Angeles. That's exactly what I expect. No doubt about it. This organization, a shame. A shame for me, a Raider fan living in the Bay Area, contributing to this team, uh, you know, being a season ticket holder and all the other people that have contributed, the sellouts, the people have come here to support this team in Oakland. The original Oakland Raiders will make another buffoonery move, I am sure, to Los Angeles where they think they're going to get over. Now, I expect a big balloon payment from the city and some consortium of, of stadium owners to woo Davis uh, to, to take the team to L.A. And yet, they'll have some games that are sold, but it'll be just like it was before. We were winning before down there and never really had the, the crowd that we do here in Oakland. It was a huge mistake for his father. It will be another buffoonery mistake for, for Mark Davis to move the team. However, there's nothing I can do about it. The Raiders are going to make a move to L.A. I'm almost positive. It's just a matter of time. So uh, you should get to Oakland as often and, and as many times as you can here in the next season or two because I believe in the next three years the Raiders will be the L.A. Raiders once again. You can take that to the bank, my friend, because I'm telling you it is very, very reminiscent of the last time that they abandoned the city of Oakland and the fans of the North State to Los Angeles. Uh, and that's the way it is. And I'm sure the L.A. fans listening to my show are just jacked as can be. And I would, too, if I lived down there. There's a lot of guys that travel up here every Sunday. There are hundreds of them. They come on the plane on Sunday. They watch the game. They go home. I've seen them. I met them. Some very good people. Good friends, actually. So... You know what? I'll have to travel down there to see them, but I certainly am not going to give them my season ticket money. That's going to be for them to get someone else to pay that price. And good luck, because the tickets for a game in L.A. are going to be three, maybe four, maybe five times more expensive than they are here. I know it's hard to believe, but take that to the bank, too, because it is a huge investment, and the PSL will be back and the season tickets will be insane. And when you sit in the nosebleed, you'll be paying all the money, honey. So, uh, yeah, if I sound like I'm bitter, you're goddamn right I am. Uh, this is my team, and they're here, and they're the Oakland Raiders. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the Bone Line, get on it, because you got to. Especially right now, man, I know the phone is blowing up, and uh, let me tell you, it's blowing up big time. So let's hear what you got to say, man. Raider Nation is on fire. I'm not kidding, man. 
Check out these calls. I love these guys. And the first call of the day is Navy Raider Ray. And he needs to get to a game, man. Check it out. What's up, Raider Greg? This is Navy Raider Ray, stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. And uh, for the record, I was the guy that called in at the end of the Chargers game and shouted, fuck you, uh, Chuck Bresnahan, fuck you, Hugh Jackson, and fuck you, Tim Tebow. So there's that mystery solved. Um, Let's see, that was nine days ago that I made that call. And uh, what a difference nine days makes. Chuck Bresnahan is out of a job. Found out to, uh, today that Hugh Jackson got fired. As for Tim Tebow, well, his season should have been over last Sunday, but whatever. I'm no Patriots fan, but I am this week because I hate the Broncos that damn much. So uh, they should be done this weekend. But I digress. It's not the reason I called. The reason I called because I... Uh, Checked out the Raiders' opponents for this upcoming season. Found out that they have four road games in the southeast region. They have games in Miami, Baltimore, Carolina, and Atlanta. Which makes me pretty happy because those are all kind of surrounding the area that I'm stationed at right now. I don't know if you remember, but before the uh, 2010 season, I had called in talking about making plans to go to the season opener in Tennessee. Well, unfortunately, financial and work-related circumstances came up and I wasn't able to go. Matter of fact, the last time I went to a Raider game, or any NFL game for that matter, it was at the L.A. Coliseum. That's right, September 1994, I watched Jeff Hostetler lead the Los Angeles Raiders against Stan Humphreys and the San Diego Chargers and that game was a loss. So I think it's uh, see by the time this season starts, it'll be 18 years since then. I think uh, it's about a long enough drought. I'm gonna make it to one of these games. Um, I've actually got a deployment coming up. Uh, I'll be leaving in a couple months and uh, be coming back. Uh, well, can't say exactly when I'll be back, but. It'll be during the season, but it's early enough in the season that I doubt they will have played all four of those games before I get back. So, as I said before, I'm going to make it to at least one of those games. Hell, maybe if I uh, save up enough money and get the time off of work, I may even try to go to Oakland, come to the Mecca, watch a home game, go to the tailgate with you guys. It'll be a good time. So, try to see if I can set that up. But I'm definitely going to a game this next season. And uh, i got to say, I'm pretty excited about uh, the hiring of the GM, seeing that he's already coming in cleaning house. Makes me think that uh, when I finally do get to go to a game, we're going to have a competitive team out there. So, uh, yeah, that's about all i got. Uh, thank you guys for doing the podcast, and as always, go Raiders. Well, it's been way too long, partner. Way too long. And let me just say something about Tebow. I'm going to go on a rant right now. Now, Tebow and the tea bag and all that stuff, let's not confuse that with Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus is my Savior. I love the Lord. I love Jesus Christ. He is my personal Savior. And, you know, I know what you guys got going on out there. I'm just telling you he's mine. 
I'm glad that Tebow has a platform to spread the, the good gospel, and that's cool. But do not confuse that with Tim Teabag, because uh, I can't handle Timmy, but uh, don't mix up Jesus Christ in the mix, because he is a superstar, literally. And, uh, well, you know what I'm saying. Thank you for the call, brother. And, uh, well, be safe and get to a game in Oakland before they move to L.A. And next, we have part of the International Raider Nation. That's Big Raider Dave from Little Titan, Scotland. Check it out, man. I love this guy. Hi, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. And uh, hello to the nation. Raider Dave here calling from uh, Little Titan, Scotland. Um, first time caller to the show. Um, the reason for calling is I've just been reading on the uh, internet there about 10, 15 minutes ago. I see, <laughs> I was expecting kind of um, a nice fanfare for Reggie McKenzie coming as the new GM. And uh, yeah, that's happened. But we've also uh, said goodbye to Mr. Bubbles. And um, I'm kind of stunned by the news there. I uh, didn't expect him to be going. Um for all that an 8-8 season wasn't what any of us wanted, and I don't think um, he had any kind of argument to, to back up the reasons why we started off fairly well in the season and then just crumbled away. Um, and it's, as I say, my first time caller. I've been following the radar since my, my school days, and I'm in my 40s now, and um, I've seen some crazy stuff happening over the years, but... Um, this kind of takes the biscuit. It's really quite amazing to me. And, uh, I, uh, I, I, you know, what can you say? I mean, the, the stuff that's happened over this season with uh, Al passing away and, uh, you know, all the upheaval in terms of losing Campbell and losing McFadden for most of the season, um, that kind of pales into insignificance when uh, this kind of stuff goes on. So, um for all the kind of old-timers like me that thought with Davis passing that the kind of crazy stuff was going to be coming to an end, um, Mr. McKenzie's come in there and just turned the whole thing in its head, which is, I have to say, probably going to be a good thing. Um, I'd like to think there's going to be a, a, a decent quality coaching staff coming in there, um, which, uh, goodness me, we, we knows we need it. But uh, I'm just kind of stunned by the whole thing and... Um, I must be really stunned because I've taken the time to phone up the bone lines. So um just wanted to say I really enjoy the show. It's um it's been quite a, a boon uh coming across the podcast a couple of years ago when I first did and uh really enjoy listening to, to all the comments that the, the guys across the nation come up with. And um I'll be interested to hear what people are saying about this latest uh, bombshell. So um Best wishes to everyone in the nation. Best wishes to you, Raider Greg, and to Randy. And uh, best wishes in particular to all the, the Raider Nation guys across the uh, the pond, if you like, in the, the UK. And uh, keep up the good work. And as I say in Scotland, I'm oot. I'm oot. <laughs> That's priceless, man. And crazy stuff has happened for the last nine years, man. The records we have broken have all been shameful ones. Not good for this organization. What we need is stability. I think this is the first step in the right direction for a very long time. 
You watch and see, man. Things will change, and they will change for the better. Thanks for listening to the show, man, and thanks for the props. You know we love it, man. Thank you. And next we have Raider Ed from Indio, the Inland Empire. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Ed from Indio. Well, Mr. Bubbles is gone. Just wondering what your take was going to be on the replacement for him. Uh, hopefully we'll get somebody decent. Winston Moss is being thrown around. Well, it's going to be another season coming up, and uh, hopefully we can get our shit together and win the division this year. See you guys later. You know, Winston Moss has had many opportunities to be head coach. He's interviewed several times, I think, last three seasons. So it's not like he's a first-comer. It's not like a new coach. He's actually the assistant head coach at Green Bay. So if we take him, it'll be a new thing for him, but he's got strong backing as a general manager. I think we'll be fine. Thank you for the call, my brother. Next, we have a Raider fan I have not heard from in some time. My brother, Raider Jeff, the Oracle of Orlando. What is up, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. I know I've been away from the show for quite some time. I thought maybe if I kept my mouth shut this year, the uh, Raiders might make it to the playoffs. About seven games into the, uh, 11 games into the season, I, I felt pretty good until I went to Miami and watched that debacle happen. Uh, Calling just to say hey to everyone out there, and um, I know that everybody's excited right now about uh, the hiring of Reggie McKenzie, and I definitely think that's a good thing. But I'm hoping that they just don't throw out Hugh because there's some reports swirling about that potential. Uh, think about it. We, we have an offense that I believe was number nine in the league without Darren McFadden for about, what, eight or nine games. Jacoby Ford was out. Denarius Moore was out. The sacks were way down this year. And, um, you know, Carson Palmer came in, you know, midway in the season. I think it would be a huge mistake to get rid of uh, Hugh Jackson. So I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it won't be the case because he's a good offensive mind. I, I saw a lot of good things. I know he made a lot of mistakes, you know, as a first-year head coach. And some people have been saying, well, even as a first-year head coach, he shouldn't make those kind of mistakes. But it happens. You know, I also saw a lot of great calls that didn't work, you know, where the punter threw the ball 10 feet over someone's head, where, you know, the tight end's rumbling for a touchdown and there's a, a holding penalty, or you know, or, or uh, I, I think in that case somebody was in motion or something. But, you know, a delay of game it was. You know, just stupid bonehead things that uh, – 
as Raider fans, we, we've come to expect sometimes. I sit there and watch the game with my son and say, look, look to see if there's any yellow on the field, you know, when something good happens. But uh, I just wanted to give a call and say hey and uh, just say, you know, things things are looking up. I, I think we're heading in the right direction, uh, irregardless of what happens. Um, but I, I hope that they keep you around. I think he's a good offensive mind. And with all the tools in place, um, this, they, we got a pretty good team. Now, on the flip side, I know everybody out there is saying get rid of Bresnahan. He should have already been gone. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll get somebody in there that will get these guys to play some hard-nosed football. Well, anyway, you guys have a good new year. And uh, you guys keep up the good work. And as you say always, go Raiders. Great call, man. I'm sorry, but Hugh Jackson hit the streets this morning. I understand what you mean by what he did and what we had to go through. And I, I believe that's the case, too. He didn't have very much support. He was by himself, made a lot of great, crucial decisions, and made some bad ones. I think the general manager just wants his guy. I think that's what it's all about. I don't think it's about Hugh Jackson. I think it's just about what... Reggie McKenzie wants, and uh, we must move on with the move on because uh, we ain't got no choice. Thank you for the call, man. Long time. Don't make it so long now, brother. Next, my good brother, Raider Tatum from the Midwest. What is happening, my brother? Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. Uh, wow, that was pretty quick. Hugh Jackson, gone. I, uh, I welcome that. I think having Kinsey in there is gonna they're cleaning uh cleaning house right now, so who knows what uh what's gonna happen here in the next few months. But uh it's a breath of uh, fresh air, I think, for the nation. So we'll just have to wait and see. Wanted to say happy new year to you and to the rest of the Raider fans out there. As always, long live the Sabbath. Put Jack Tatum in the Hall of Fame. Well, they'll put him in the Hall of Fame once we start winning some games. And Hugh Jackson is out, and now we are into a gray and somewhat unclear area until the OTAs. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller is another fan we haven't heard from in a long time. I miss him a great deal, man. Virginia Raider. What up, Raider Nation? It's Virginia Raider. Long time, no message left i guess um just been working hard out here on the east coast uh you know trying to trying to do good for the community and and uh and, you know do my job but uh wow uh another head coach fired um you know at, at first i hated it because you know there's something about hugh jackson that i really like um for the most part, you know, his, his, his outward image is his family man. It's, you know, religious. It's um, tight-knit, just, you know, a fiery, fiery emotion, just a guy who a go-getter. And, uh, you know, I like that about him. But as the season wore on, you know, after uh, Coach Davis's death and, and, you know, after that emotional win in Houston, um, really after the Palmer trade, with with Hugh, things really, really started to go south. 
um, as far as I'm concerned. You know, he, the guy has has power issues. He, he's got, you know, out for, you know, all the power. Now, I don't want to say dictatorship, but um, he just goes on these power benches, you know, trading for Palmer, um, you know, ending the season one and, one and four and missing the playoffs. I mean, we had everything gift-wrapped sitting in our laps at home against a bad San Diego team who we beat the shit out of on Thursday night, um, and we couldn't even get to the quarterback, and we lost. And we, could have been, we could have beat Pittsburgh last week, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you, you know, I hate that, I hate that, that, that Hugh's gone um, as far as the image it will portray. You know, the people on BSPN are going to be talking shit, you know, the same old, same old. But um, I do think I, – I, I love what McKenzie's doing. you got to bring your guys in. you got to have a well-rounded organization. I think McKenzie was a, a diamond in the rough. We've really found somebody great. I think he's going to turn this thing around. Um, you know, if it is Winston Moss is the head coach, hey, it's a family guy. It's an ex-Raider. Um, it's a smart, smart defensive mind. And that's what we need. We got all the talent in the world on offense. We need somebody who can coach the defense up. Um, I do think it sucks that that you know Herrera won't say anything to Bresnahan right now. Um, I gotta think he's gone. Um, I want to see Saunders stay. I see you know, Saunders and, and, and Carson see what they can do together. See where this thing goes. Carson in our system for a full year because I think he can be extremely, extremely dangerous if he gets his interceptions down a little bit. He gets a year with the receivers. I think it's it's gravy. We're going to the playoffs next year. Um, it's hard to be that optimistic after, you know, we could have had everything handed to us this year, gift wrapped, and uh, you know we had so much potential we could be, you know, have a, a week by and playing in the divisional round at home um, if we played up to our potential. But that's uh, here nor there. Um, he's gone. It's time to start fresh. Keep your heads up. Look at it from you know positive standpoint, uh, and I think I think it's a, it's it's a good move. You know, it, it stings right now on the surface. The immediate reaction sucks, but as we go on, I, you know, I think we'll get us some good some good coordinators, a good coach in here, and, and you know, a well-rounded staff that will teach these guys football, and by God, will you know win football games, get to playoffs. So I know this is kind of long. Uh, I love y'all guys. It's I've missed y'all. It's uh, you know we still appreciate everything you do, Greg, Randy, all of you. I still listen to you. You know every chance I get, and uh, look forward to hearing from y'all soon. Bye. Another great take by my man Virginia Raider. This guy is the king of the draft. When draft time comes, he throws out those names, and they're always good. They're players that come out on other teams that do very well. I mean, uh, very smart guy. Stay tuned for the draft, because when Virginia Raiders starts popping, you better be listening. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, we have Victor out of Fresno, California. What's up, man? Victor out of Fresno, California. Um, I don't know how soon your next podcast is going to come out, but uh, I'm sure you heard the news today on the 10th of January about Hugh Jackson being fired as the Raiders coach. And I don't know how everyone else is feeling about it, but my initial reaction to that is, wow, I thought he at least had one more season left in him, at least, just 
to see how he did next year. Uh, but at the same time, I can see why the new GM has come in and pretty much gotten him out of there. There were a lot of rumors that I heard about where players and staff uh, were all saying that after Davis died, Jackson was having a power trip and making you know crazy decisions and crazy trades, as we saw with the Carson Palmer trade. And I know I, it's not the worst trade in history, but it was a questionable one. And I guess a lot of people were just kind of tired of what he was doing. And then considering he lost four of the last five games for the team, I know it wasn't all him. I mean, it had to do a lot with uh, Chuck Bresnahan and also the players themselves because the ones out there actually on the field playing. But, I mean, at the bottom or at the end of the day, I mean, it does come down to Hugh Jackson and some of the decisions he makes. So looking forward to see what this new GM is going to bring for us and, and who he's going to bring in as head coach. Uh, I mean, we've got to try to stay positive, and it's not the worst news in the world, but it's also not the best news. Like I said, I was hoping he at least had one more year left in him, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, hopefully this guy can change things here in Oakland and be what everybody wanted, you know, or have everybody expect what we were expecting with a new GM being brought in, an actual GM, and see who we get as head coach. So we'll see what happens. Looking forward to the new podcast. And uh, see what happens when the draft and the season starts. All right, guys. Later. I think your sentiment's pretty much out, out there. I mean, we had nice to see you more, one more year. But, you know, there were rumblings about the power hungriness of him. And I think that uh, the organization had no inside track on the uh, football world except for him. So uh, I think they leaned on Hugh, and I think uh, you went crazy, uh, actually. And I think he should have fired Bresnahan midseason and brought somebody else in. That might have saved his job, perhaps. Uh, oh, well, water under the bridge now. Thanks for the call, man. And next we have Obi-Wan Reader. <sighs> What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here calling in from Houston, Texas. Wow, fired after one year. I don't really know how I feel about that right now, Nation. I do think that in addition to the losing four out of the last five games, the tirade he went on at the end of the press conference, even though I liked him calling out the players, I think um, a lot of the organization found him to be very power-hungry, and that could have had something to do with the demise. I do agree with a lot of the columnists, though, that I think this was uh, Mark Davis's decision. I think he didn't like the way Hughes stepped up into the power vacuum after Davis died, and at the press conference state, he's going to take a stronger hand in this organization from top to bottom, I think he kind of ruffled the feathers of Davis. Um, kind of fucked up that McKenzie had to tell him, them being good friends and all, but hey, that's business. Um, where this goes from here, who the hell knows? I know rationally thinking about things after a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels, the sting from the last week's game doesn't hurt as much, but I still think the whole defensive unit needs to be overhauled with the exception of... Uh, they need to retain Rod Woodson and Greg Beaker. Uh, Keith Millard, the defensive line coach, go ahead and keep him. I do think we need to switch to a 3-4. Being that we don't have any draft picks early on, we're going to have a lot of compensatory picks and no regular draft picks to the fourth round unless we do any trades. 
there are a ton of inside linebackers that we could get for the uh, 3-4. We will definitely need Ricky Brown healthy. Him and McLean and the going to have to pick up the inside lines. And then on the outside, I think uh, Trevor Scott will do good. I also like uh, Cameron Wimbley in the 4-3 as a linebacker. If Henderson, not Henderson, Mario Williams can do it, um, I think that um, uh, Wimbley can do it. I know I want a little extra over in time, uh, but, hey, those are the thoughts right now. Go Raiders, and here's hoping for stability. Talk to you later. Obi-Wan Raider out. I, too, think we're going back to the 3-4. Not a bad idea. I think we should have done it a long time ago because uh, that's how we won Super Bowls, my friends, with the 3-4 defense. Um, so let's get back to it. You know, we got a whole lot of surprises on the way. Thank you for the call, brother. Last but not least, my good brother Raider Tony from Monterey checking in, checking out, and letting us know what he feels about this last move. Hello, Raider Nation. It's me, Raider Tony, over in Monterey. And, uh... Raider Greg, Raider Nation, I am in a great mood. And I know you are too, Raider Greg. Hugh Jackson was officially fired today. We've had a lot of things happen the past couple weeks, and uh, and I haven't called because I've been waiting for the podcast, but um, hopefully we'll get a podcast this week. But, I mean, it, it's been good news after the end of the season. I mean, they announced that uh, Chuck Bresnahan's contract was not going to be renewed, which is great. Get his ass out of there too. And uh, the the news that they were going to hire a GM, and then and then they hired a GM. And this guy knows what he's doing. This uh, Reggie McKenzie, you know, he did a great job with the Packers. And uh, I love that his first move was his cleaning house. Gets hired. Same day, gets rid of Mr. Bubbles. And, uh, you know, in some ways, Raider Greg, I think we all appreciated Hugh Jackson as an offensive coordinator. But as a head coach, I think he sucked ass. You know, the defense obviously sucked. But the play calling on offense was atrocious. And that was totally uh, on Hugh. And I think that um, when Mr. Davis died and, you know, he, Hugh got an exorbitant amount of power and became kind of the GM, you know, in a way it got to his head. And, uh, but I can't, I can't tell you how annoyed and how much I would dislike the arrogant, pompous interviews that he would give in press conferences and, and just the, the bullshit. I mean, seriously promising that he was going to fix this and fix that. And then no changes were ever made, you know, and then never taking responsibility for his atrocious play calling. You know, that he, that is not the Raider way. The Raider way, Al Davis would never have approved of his, of his coach sitting up on a high horse and, uh, and mouthing off like that at press conferences, acting the way he did. You know, he didn't start doing it really till until Mr. Davis passed away. But, uh, I mean, 
it just got on my nerves. He was all talk, all bullshit, and no walk. And the Raider motto has always been just win, baby. Not just talk, baby. Not just bullshit, baby, but just, just win. And I'm really glad that we got this McKenzie. He's saying it's going to be the start of a new era, and I believe him. And I don't know what's going to happen with our head coaching situation. I know that we have an opening now. <laughs> That's all I know. I've heard Winston Moss's name being tossed around consistently. And I know that the nation would probably love to get a Jeff Fisher or a Bill Cower or bring back Gruden. I can already hear it in the calls. But, um, but I'm predicting that's not what's going to happen. I'm thinking McKenzie is going to bring in a guy that he's worked with in Green Bay that he can trust, that he knows that they're going to be on the same page. I think that's one of the main reasons he fired uh, Jackson. I don't think they got along, and I think they had differences uh, that would have been very difficult to overcome. And with our lack of drafting and the issues that we face as a team, uh, you know, the GM needs a head coach that he can work with, and the head coach is going to be on the same page with him. So I think that he's going to go with a former Packer or someone that he knows. That's just my gut instinct telling me that, but who knows? Don't get me wrong. I would be thrilled if we got a Jeff Fisher or a Bill Cowher or, a, you know, I would be happy with those, but I don't think that was going to happen. I'm predicting them. Uh, I think it is going to end up being Winston Moss, but whatever. Uh, whoever we get, I will support 100%. And uh, as long as we win games, it's all that matters. Just win, baby. And win, lose, or tie. I'm a Raider till I die. Win, lose, or tie. We are all Raiders till we die. Good call, my man. Uh, You know, I think the whole thing is coming up. Roses for the Raiders, honestly. I think this is a good thing. That's a change. Change is always tough for anybody. Uh, The organization needs it. We need to flush all the dead weight down the toilet and get going in a new direction. Start fresh with fresh ideas and new concepts that bring the Raiders into the 21st century. It's about time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. We have a lot to look forward to as a, as a franchise, as a team, as a fan base. It's a new day for the Raiders, and I really can say that. Uh, we've been hearing it for years, uh, but I really think this is a new day. This is the change we have been crying out for, and this is the change that's going to change this team into a winning organization. Well, Raider Nation, sorry it took so long, but sometimes life happens between podcasts, and that's what's happening with me. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.